You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. I am Heather Caro, and I am broadcasting today from the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Lovely weather. I was so excited to be driving to work and see that positive two degrees. <laughs> I was so excited. But this next segment, I have Robin Bergerman joining me. Good morning. Good morning, Heather. I'm glad you're here in studio. Yeah, it's fun for something different. I know. We've had you on before, and it's always a delight to have you on. But this time we get to share coffee and hang out. And Yeah. So tell people a little bit about yourself and why they may have heard you before. Like, well, why they may have heard me before. Yeah, your, your Instagram. <laughs> well, uh, my name is Robin Bruggeman. I am married to Spike. We've been married for 27 years. We have seven awesome kiddos. Uh, my youngest is seven. My oldest is married to a really great guy. So I have a son-in-law. And then my little grandbaby, Melody, is eight months old. And we live on a farm right on the South Dakota-Iowa border. And um, I'm a convert to the Catholic faith. I love the faith. I, um, I'm still just trying to learn what I can about it and share it with my family and live it at home. How long and have you been Catholic? I have been Catholic for probably, um, like, I don't know, 24 years? 20, okay. I was going to say, you're, 23 not, you're years. not new, new. Well, not new, but I'm still, I still feel fresh. I'm still That's learning. Awesome. I'm still That's learning. Awesome. And um, <laughs> where have people heard me? They may have heard me um, on the radio here before, yep. Yep. Uh, maybe on a podcast as a guest, or I have spoke at the women's conference, mm-hmm. uh, Catholic women's conference in the past. And I have also visited different parishes over the years, um, sharing, living liturgically, um, or just forming families in the faith. So yeah. you may have heard me somewhere along the way there. Well, and I was telling our producer, Eli, that we would be talking about living liturgically today with you on the radio and he's like so do they wear green most of the time <laughs> and then you mean sometime- during ordinary time <laughs> st patrick's day <laughs> like i'll ask her he's like oh yeah i'm like no i'll ask her <laughs> you know um no, no not so much like that but if it is like Godete sunday the third sunday in advent then mm-hmm. we'll wear rose yep i'm careful not to say pink because a lot of the priests are sensitive to the color pink they prefer yeah. rose that sounds a little less feminine yeah. i think um and yeah, we'll wear green for St. Patrick's Day. And you you know. have to wear red for Pentecost. Absolutely. Oh, yes, we always deck out in red for Pentecost. <laughs> so those are easy ways you can live liturgically, honestly, yeah. when you're getting dressed for Mass. But um, but it's funny because yesterday I was at church. Um, my Benedict does CGS, Catechesis of the Good Shepherd, uh-huh. at atrium time yesterday at church. And he noticed that as we were walking by the sanctuary area, he noticed the colors changed. Uh-huh. And he was like, Mom, everything's purple. In the church. And I'm like, yes. He, yes. He, he noticed it. So. Lent is on its so. way. Yay. <laughs> Bring on the purple for preparing. So it's all, it's fun. Wonderful. Well, we are, I did want to have you on today just to talk, just chat about what you're doing for Ash Wednesday with your family. There's a lot of, Ash Wednesday looks so different in so many of our, even just local parishes. It does. You know? Or it will this year for sure. Yeah. 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 And they're yeah. doing a lot. And some are going to look normal. Um, but what does it look like for your family? For our family. So um, we actually, um, and I think I shared my story with you mm-hmm. on, when we talked on the phone. Ash Wednesday at our house, um, years ago, Spike and I and the kids were 
on our way to Ash Wednesday service at Mass at church. We live in the country, so we're driving in. And I don't remember if the roads were bad or we something funky happened with the vehicle that we had to turn around. I don't remember. But we turn around and we're like, okay, we need to go to Plan B. It's Ash Wednesday. Mm-hmm. It's night. There's, there's no Mass times left. <laughs> you know, It's not right. like this is the morning. We can find something later in the day. So we came home and thought, you know, we're going to just do our own little thing at home. Mm-hmm. And it ended up being the most beautiful experience ever. So we got, came home. And um, went around the house, we collected all the palm branches from behind the pictures and mm-hmm. and the vases that we all have kind of around our home. And um, Spike very carefully burned them on the stove and <laughs> we ground them as good as we could down to an ash. Yeah. And then we just gathered in the living room together and we talked about, you know, what is Ash Wednesday? What does Ash Wednesday mean? Yeah. Why do we start with Ash Wednesday? What's the symbolism behind it? So we sat with the kids to that. We did the daily readings, the daily mass readings together. And then Spike, as the head of our household and family, then blessed all of us with mm-hmm. these ashes that we did our best to make yeah. our own. And um, and then we sat around talking about, okay, what are we all individually giving up for Lent? What are we giving up as a family? What are we taking on individually as a family mm-hmm. during Lent? And I just loved that because we kind of walked through, not, not an examination of conscience, but kind of like that. Okay, what are some things we can do for Lent to, mm-hmm. you know, what stands in the way of us and God? right now in our lives and how can we see him more clearly so what what do we need to move out of the way what do we need to add in to you know see god more and i loved hearing the kids thoughts and so we do this every year now and um and some of the kids as my kids have gotten older like my adult kiddos some years they want to share but some years they want to keep that private and that's okay because some Mm -hmm. of us are like that you know Mm -hmm. what we decide to give up or add in that's between us and God. But for the most part, we share, you know, kind of what our plan is for Lent. And what I like about that with my like middles and little kids is it helps me to help them be accountable, you know, and it also helps me to maybe, you know, not make a pan of brownies or something, you know, like it just, it helps me as a mom to help them. I mean, not like I'm policing them or anything like with, oh, 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 you said you were getting up candy. Watch out. No, no. You know, it's, um, helping them to stay accountable. And then I also think there's something about just speaking it out loud. Okay. This Lent, I am doing X, Y, Z. Yeah. And when we speak that out loud, or for me, it's even for sure, writing it down in my journal. I just feel like there's something that holds us a little more accountable and um, just helps us on that Lenten journey. So anyway, so our um, Ash Wednesday looks a little bit different because of our, our last minute Ash Wednesday at home service years ago. But um, we actually do that. Now my kids ask for it. Are we going to do Ash Wednesday at home? So now um, that's a beautiful thing. It works for us. And um, I did a video up on my um, social media account, too, for um, where we said for COVID cautious Catholics. If you, you <laughs> yeah. know, it's obviously best to always celebrate any, you know, mass, the feast days, celebrations. It's always best to celebrate in a community yeah. at church with your fellow brothers and sisters of yeah. faith. That is always the best. And... Um, but if for whatever reason you can't do that this year or today, know that there are so many ways you can bring the faith into your home and it can be so beautiful and make such an impact on your family, on your kids, or even if you're single, mm-hmm. just inviting God into your home and into your family and making it a point to still be celebrating and acknowledging these special feast days or special days in the church yeah. is so Awesome. Yeah. So awesome. But I do want to point out too, though, you know, when we do, you know, like um, celebrating Ash Wednesday at home, um, 
it, you know, it's still so beautiful, but it is not quite the same. You know, like our, our ashes were not blessed by a priest, so they did not carry the priestly blessing. Now our palms that, and um, whether the viewers know or not, many people that the yeah, ashes don't used, know. Okay. So um, the connection between Palm Sunday and Ash Wednesday is the palms that um, are from the previous year's Palm Sunday become the ashes that are used on Ash Wednesday, which is so cool. The church in its beauty has all these connections like that all the time. And it's just awesome when you find out and can trace that back. So there's that connection, you know, to Jesus triumphant, um, you know, in his journey as our King. And then those palm branches are taken down and, you know, put into that fine ash then, and then, you know, blessed with a special priestly blessing Mm -hmm. at church and then distributed to the faithful's foreheads. And there's that connection, you know, and so when we trace that sign of the cross on our foreheads, there's that connection there. There's Jesus's cross, but it's connecting to Jesus, to our Lord. And so I just love that. So, you know, that's why then, you know, I talked earlier about how we came home from our, our having to turn around on our way to Ash Wednesday years ago and collected all of our palms. That's why we did that yeah. is because the palms from the previous year become the ashes that are used at um, church for Ash Wednesday. And it's actually kind of a process, which we learned after trying <laughs> to do it at home on our own. And please make sure any of you that are going to do this at home, be so careful, safety first. But we found it's actually kind of hard. They're kind of sharp. They're kind of um, slivery. And so it was not, it's not as easy as it sounds. It doesn't end up this nice powder that you see the priest. No, it doesn't. (laughs) So they must have a special trick, kind of like, like Dairy Queen has their special recipe or something. They They must have their special, they do. They do. And you might actually know that being here at the Mustard Seed. But that's what I was going to say too, is, um, you know, traditionally in the church, they did it themselves, Mm -hmm. you know, but now in modern times, we, um, most Catholic churches will purchase them from a company. I know the cathedral in Rapid used to do their own when Father Mike was was there and it was it was just a huge mess it is it's a mess and it's a process but it's also very beautiful beautiful like as we were doing that at home while spike was burning them and we're all gathered around you know did your fire alarms go off you know i don't remember (laughs) spike you're listening at home send me a vibe did they go off i don't remember that was a long time ago that's the first he's pretty careful you know we have an exhaust fan and he's he's very careful with fire and so yes please safety first people your boys are like fire yes pyro yes anytime we can bring fun into it but you know it's just made such an impact and i don't think any of my kids all of them that i asked do you want to go to church for ash wednesday or do you want to be at home Mm -hmm. and we're still trying to you know we've got you know kiddos that'll be at school or pray practice or you know whatever when are we going to gather to be together because we like to Mm -hmm. go to church together um but they all said, can we do it at home? So, That's um, awesome. So it's not that I, I don't necessarily encourage that because it is always best to be in community. But if you need an alternative, especially in our crazy chaotic world this year, right. know that there are ways to bring the faith into the home in a, such a beautiful way. Yeah. Well, and I love that. That's why I enjoy having you on because you come up with such creative ways of bringing you know, our faith into the home every day. And so it's fun to watch on Instagram. What's your Instagram handle? It's divine nine living lit divine, the number nine living lit. And and so then you just have all these little, and the thing I love about it the most, Robin, is you're not perfect. That's right. Yes, Praise I am God. not perfect. Praise That's God. right. You know, like I'm so far from it. <laughs> so they have some of these videos that show where these moms are packing these lunges. Have you seen these things? I don't know. And they cut them out and like heart. Oh, yeah. And they do this and then they do that. And then, and, you know, it's like it takes 20 minutes to put together yeah. a ham sandwich. And you're like, 
nobody got time for that. Yeah, that's cute, but yeah, I don't think I can pull that off. Yeah, no, I am not perfect. I tell you, if I can pull this off in the home, anybody can. I'm just going. And so often, and I'm not a super far planned out person. Yeah. In fact, I haven't even started decorating today. Like when I go home, I'll change the house over and we'll decorate for Lent. Really? And in my mind, I'm like, oh, I'm going to have that ready like the day before or the two days before. And last night I'm like, oh boy, it's and then we're going to turn on here. the sound of music and we're going to decorate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, Robin, when we get back, we have a quick break here, but when we come back, um, I want to talk about Lent and what that yes. might look like for you and your family this year. So yes. folks stay with us. We're, I'm talking with Robin Brueggemann this morning. We're broadcasting today from the Mustard Seed Catholic Bookstore here in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Want to know how you can help spread the word about Real Presence Radio? Real Presence Radio has just opened an online clothing store where you can purchase some cool RPR gear. Just click on our website, realpresenceradio.com slash store, and choose from 17 different items. Choices include jackets, pullovers, polo shirts, dress shirts, cardigans, and more. And 10% of each item you purchase comes back to Real Presence Radio. The store is only open until March 1st, so don't wait. Go to realpresenceradio.com slash store to make your purchases. Actually, I've been listening to Catholic radio since I was a kid. My mom got like a shortwave radio back in the day to pick up pick up Mother Angelica's station. So my favorite, favorite shows on our Real Presence Radio would have to be, um, well, I, like, I love the Coming Home Network and listening to stories. And mm-hmm. um, there are so many good ones, though, that I really enjoy. Yeah, faith has always been an important role in the upbringing. My parents were always... Um, uh, we always had bedtime prayers that, in fact, we use those same prayers now, Teddy and I do with our children um, at bedtime. But um, they sent us to Catholic school, uh, but always uh, family and faith were always a very integral part of our upbringing. We went to Mass together, and well, and my uncle, Father John, who is a priest, was always a, pr- a role there, always a presence in our family. So it seemed very good and normal, and um, we had all Catholic friends. It seemed we, we really loved our faith growing up. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. I am Heather Carroll, and I am your host today, broadcasting from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We've been talking with Robin Brueggemann from uh, Iowa. <laughs> Just kidding. Well, Noah, she no, really is serious. from yeah. Iowa. But uh, we've had you on before talking about living liturgically in mm-hmm. your family and with your children. And so we talked about Ash Wednesday and some of the traditions that you guys do for Ash Wednesday. And now we're going to move on to Lent. Lent. Do you guys know what you're doing for Lent? 
Kind of. Like <laughs> like I said, I just I kind of go by the seat of my pants here. I mean, it's been on our radar, obviously. Right. And yes, we've been talking about it. Now today, when I leave from here, um, I will go home and start decorating for Lent. And, and what does that mean? I should really say undecorating, actually, because okay. you know we're entering into this desert time, these 40 days plus Sundays of... Um, <laughs> Of this, you know, we're kind of entering into the desert with Jesus. You know, that's kind of what Lent is. And so it's actually more of an undecorating, like, hmm. you know, taking a lot of my, I love to decorate, but you don't have to love to decorate so I should to do this. Take down my Christmas tree. Yes, you still have it up. Last time we <laughs> talked, our goal was Candlemas. Is it still up? <laughs> I'm not telling the truth. That's I'm not okay. telling you. E- I'm not telling well, you either way. <laughs> how about you undecorate the tree and just leave the tree? Oh my gosh, I love it. Yeah, we I'll talked about that last purple. time on the radio. <laughs> there you go, purple ribbon. Maybe put like some cactus in it or wrap it with that crown of thorn stuff. Okay, yours is going to have to stay up all year. Okay, okay. leave the it's, tree up all year. <laughs> it's, a, it's a liturgical tree. Exactly. <laughs> but no, I tend to, I would say, undecorate. You know, I'll put some purple out. Um, it just becomes more barren. Like, I love to decorate. Mm. So all my cutesy stuff I'll probably put away. And I don't decorate for Easter until Holy Saturday. Um, but just having that mood set in the house. Hmm. You know, I think um, more stripping down. You know, that's what we see at church. More of a stripping. Of course, we have the stripping sure. of the altar sure. um, after our Holy Thursday Mass. Isn't that the most depressing? I, it's, it, I it's, don't like it. I don't like it at all. It just kind of strikes your heart, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, it, it does. does. Which is, it's meant to. I know. You know. And then the tabernacle's empty and you're like. Oh, yes. <gasps> yeah. No. Yeah. No. But don't you love all of those? Um, the symbolism behind it, but that the rituals that we do. Mm-hmm. I just love all of that mm-hmm. because it does. It gets to us and it brings us more into that journey with mm-hmm. Christ and that time. And when we're living the life liturgically that happens all year round with the ups and downs of, you know, we're an exciting time of celebration of church or now we're like in Lent, we're in a desert Mm -hmm. or we're an ordinary time. We're just kind of stable. We're kind of going along, you know, and then we enter into Advent. And Mm -hmm. even though that's not like a super downer ish feeling, it's just, you know, when we embrace what's going on in the life of the church, we're just drawn in so much more. Just like you're talking about when the altar is getting stripped on Holy Thursday or the tabernacle is empty. We just feel it. Well, and one we thing. We feel it. We're part of it. That I want to challenge our listeners to. If you've never participated in Holy Week mm-hmm. by going to Mass every day, I would highly recommend For it. sure. Highly For recommend sure. it. It just changes Easter. It and your Alleluia on Easter oh, yeah. morning is just glorious. It's so different, isn't it? It's like oh. you just want to cry and yeah. cheer yeah. as you're singing Alleluia. For sure. For sure. When we enter into the Lenten journey... Easter is so much more beautiful, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's beautiful even if you flunk Lent. It still turns yeah. out to be fine. Yeah. But when we really try hard to seek God all the more during Lent, yeah. Easter is so beautiful. And there's so many graces yeah. surrounded with that. Absolutely. So, so yeah. So you're stripping your home of things. You're making it very plain in the house. Mm-hmm. Anything else that you're doing? We, um, I mean, we do a lot of little things. Um, we do Stations of the Cross, usually at home together on Fridays. And that's more just because of a scheduling thing. Like um, my husband's schedule, he's usually busy up until like when church time mm-hmm. is or whatever. Um, so we do Stations at home. <clears throat> and we, we have a variety. Like every Friday doesn't look the same. 
I was going to ask know? you, do you use the same one over and no, over? No, we don't. We might watch a video. And, and I have a wide range of kiddos, you know, like right now, seven up to people in their 20s. And, you know, one Friday we might, you know, use books. The next Friday we might use, um, we might watch a video. Mm-hmm. The next Friday, um, you know, we might use a different set of books. I have several sets of books, which sure. your mom has tons of them here at the Mustard Seed I that I have, like... And if you've Fun. never if you've never done the Stations of the Cross, come and look. Yeah. There's so many different types, like yeah. from Mary's point of view. Yes. Or from, you know, just yes. like all these different. Yeah, them. or like a kid's, you know, yeah. like, okay, this is a Stations from a kid's view, or this is from an adult's view. This mm-hmm. is from a, wherever you're at spiritually sort of view. But yeah. I'll tell you one of our favorite ways to do Stations, and I could talk for hours about the fun, different, cool things you can sprinkle into Lent, but um, our favorite thing is on Good Friday. And what we have done for years with the kids is we're at home for stations on Good Friday. And then we have one candle for all of the stations of the cross. Now, during Lent, when we're doing it before Good Friday, we would maybe light one. So last year I made some candles, which was on my list to do forever, just just to want to do it with the kiddos. But not made candles, bought candles, mod podged pictures of each okay. of the stations. Thank I should you, clarify. I am not a candle like, maker. Let's clarify wow, that, remember. <laughs> Robin, you just went no, to another level. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm like, easy peasy, what can we do? Okay. Um, so... And, you know, when it's not Good Friday, we would maybe light one candle for each station as we're going. So you end up with a brighter atmosphere. Sure. On Good Friday, we light all of the station candles, one candle for each station. Mm-hmm. And then I have much much a picture on them, but you certainly don't have to. For years, we used any candle we could find around the house. One was, like, almost burnt out. <laughs> one was purple. One was black. One was white. Yeah. Um, so because we had more time during COVID last year, since we were all locked up together, we decided we'll do this. But anyways, but what we do on Good Friday then is we light one candle for each station. And then as we pray that station, we snuff out that candle. And so as we're praying it, we end up in complete oh. dark. And it is so powerful. And this is another thing my kids ask to do on Good Friday. It is so powerful praying the stations like that and then ending in dark. We end in complete dark. And then we enter the tomb with Jesus then. And then, um, I mean, it's just powerful and beautiful. And you don't need any, you just really don't need much to do it, you know. So what time are you going to start on Good Friday? Because I'll be over. (laughs) (laughs) We do a lot on Good Friday. We'd have to talk. So, I mean, long story short, what we do after that is my kids put up um, tents in our family room. Really? And blankets and they make forts. And we've done this since my... you watch the Ten Commandments? We actually watch The Passion. Do you? Um, not my littlest kids, but um, so that's been the tradition since my adults were kid littles that we all camp out in our family room and we enter into the tomb with Jesus. And you it's cry. Dark. Yeah, I would, I would cry the whole time. Yeah, so then we watch the Passion usually, and with our older kids that can handle that, and it's powerful. So we sleep in our tombs and we no until Easter Sunday. No, and kidding. then yeah. Yeah, you, sl- you, you and Spike sleep in a tent? You know, we have in the past, but as we've gotten older, <laughs> we end up like, hey, I'm going to be on the couch. And sometimes it's like, okay, mom, will you stay down here? You know, so I usually do. But as we've gotten older, our bodies don't seem to like I'd sleeping be like, down there. Can it I is a good sl- Lent practice, though, can to I sleep, sleep on the floor. No. <laughs> uh, my oldest daughter, I can't remember when she was in high school or college, she gave up sleeping on her bed for Lent. <sighs> She's like the queen of creative things to give up for no Lent. Kidding. Yep. One year she gave up cold or warm showers. She only took cold showers. Then one year she gave up sleeping on her bed. I'd be like, can Lent. I give up my favorite pillow? <laughs> right, right. But you know, we're all called to different things. And that's the thing yes. is that we always tell our kids That's a good too, reminder. Is that 
I mean, yes, there's some obvious things like I'm going to give up going through, you know, getting coffee or I'm giving up chocolate, whatever, but pray about what is it really that's in the way of me and God right now? Like what, what's a barrier from me experiencing all of his love or me just, you know, what, what is it? There is, we all have something and it's different. And just to say, God, what is it? Can you show me what do I need to remove from my life? That is a barrier between you and me. Yeah. Um, so it's all different. I think a lot of times I feel like I'm a spoiled child. (laughs) I am a spoiled child. I don't, I don't feel like that. I am a spoiled child. I'm going to ask your mom when When, we get out of the office. Well, when you think about (laughs) first world problems, you know, it's like, I'm really a spoiled child. And so one of the things I'm doing for Lent this year is like, you're, you're out and about and you're doing whatever. I'm going to pick things that I don't want. So oh. I'm at Burger King because I'm traveling and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And I want A or, or B and I'm going to choose C. <laughs> That's actually really cool. Isn't it? Because you feel it. Yeah. You want to have that, a connection too. Mm-hmm. Like Father Scott, I heard him speak a couple different times in the last week here. And he talked about that connection between what you're giving up and then the graces you're wanting from God too. Yes. And it's so beautiful when we have that connection mm-hmm. and you're having to make that decision like, okay, I really want this, but I'm going to choose this right? because I love you, God. I love you more and than I more love about, this Whopper. I need to be fed, mm-hmm. you know, and so I'm going to eat whatever, you know, that I don't really want, but it's going to feed me anyway. Right, because right. Because that's the goal. And, yeah. And I think talking to Father Scott Trainer, he was on that last week, and talking when he was talking about what you're going to do for Lent, uh, you know, it really brought home to me because I'm like, ah, giving up chocolate or giving up this is kind of mm-hmm. silly or whatever. But he really brought it home that no, it's a constant reminder throughout the day. And that's what yes. we want is something that we're constantly thinking about throughout the day sure. to help us grow closer. And then I also add stuff. So yeah. like, you know, something that's prayerful. So whether that. that be adoration or extra masses or whatever it might for be sure. to just not only have God on my mind, but to strengthen that relationship yes. with him. Yeah. So yeah. And I think I can keep us filled up for Lent through Lent, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I just love that. I love giving up, but I love putting something in our life extra Yes, to help us grow closer and to God. And sometimes those stick. They do. They do. And that's the point of Lent. Lent isn't meant to just last for the 40 days. Lent mm-hmm. is like a spiritual training for us. And, yeah. you know, the giving up is to help us fight off the devil. That's why we do it. It trains us. So when the devil pops up, we can be like, no, no. Yeah. And I'm used to saying, no, I can say no. Yeah. But it's meant to stick with us in a way like to, we don't want to just stay close to God extra for Lent. We want to stay close to him all the time. Yeah. We want to experience his love and grace all the time. So when we take Lent seriously um, and just seek him and and just get to see him more clearly. It's meant to last to Easter and beyond all year long. I think it's funny because we're both sitting here and back in the day, I used to be like, oh, it's Lent. And now you and I are both so excited because I think the older you get and Mm -hmm. the more you know, the more excited you get because you know how many graces you're going to get. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yes, it's going to be hard. Yeah. But bring it on. Let's bring go. Bring it on. Don't don't look. I mean, I wish I had time to share my snowplow story <sighs> on the way here this morning because well, I have a great we story. We got to take a that. break. Robin, thank you for joining <laughs> us. It was a pleasure having you on this morning. Thanks for having me. Always fun to be with you. Folks, stay with us. We'll be back with more Real Presence Live. <laughs> 